Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady. Welcome back. We are going to continue our conversation on the recent Roe versus Wade decision to overturn the federal law of abortion. Other things that you want to also consider is, like I said, the um, time off, reminding people of time off or unpaid time off, um, but reminding them of the process that they need to go through to request that, um, even if it's an, an emergency. Do you have mental health days? Um, are they paid? Are they not? What does that cover? Who needs to know about it? Can they go to HR and ask for that and skip their manager? Can they go to their manager um, if the manager asks questions, then the manager needs to know, ding, 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 these are laws that are covered. And so it's, if somebody's asking for a day off, it shouldn't, there really shouldn't be a reason of why do you need the day off. Um, obviously, if they say things related to a pregnancy or, or any kind of disability or illness, then that should also be covered by your sick uh, coverage, whether it's paid sick leave or not, possibly ADA, pregnancy discrimination, FMLA, all of these kind of keep come together. The other thing that I've seen in some companies doing in, and this is also something to be cautious of, is a lot of companies have employee resource groups where uh, employees get together either voluntarily or it's, it might be paid. It's usually on breaks, before work, after work. Sometimes it's middle of the day. And they talk about topics that are going on in the community, uh, including racism. Uh, and now, right now, it would be a lot of conversation about abortion. Uh, you know, proceed with these with caution. Uh, we want employees to be able to bring their full self to work and, and have a support group at work. Um, but we also want to make sure that we're not, people aren't getting pressured to join these groups or they're not getting pressured to talk or not talk about, you know, what's on their mind, um, any kind of discrimination um, in between the employees where they're feeling pressure to make decisions or to have conversations or to make choices. So we do have to be very, very careful about employee resource groups. This, again, is something where you should be leaning on a professional, maybe a consultant or maybe even somebody at, say, your health insurance brokerage firm that they might have like, hey, yeah, we have a whole group that deals with employee resource groups. Groups, and we can help you determine how to have those conversations and, you know, if it's a, a paid time, not paid time, um, who's running the meetings, when are they running them, what are the rules, um, you know, or they could be committees as well. So really thinking outside the box there. Okay, let's talk about confidentiality and privacy related to any kind of medical information, but definitely related to pregnancy and, of course, related to abortion. Um, you know, with limited exceptions, the ADA requires employee, employers to keep confidential any medical information that they learn about an applicant or an employee. Medical information includes not only a diagnosis or treatments, 
but also the fact that an individual has requested or is receiving a reasonable accommodation. Maybe it's um, time off. Maybe it's um, because of a pregnancy, uh, a pregnancy that may or may not have complications. doesn't matter. It's up to the doctor and that individual, not you. But we have to keep that information quiet. Now, here's the deal. Um, if you have a good work and uh, work environment, people are usually friends and, and, and employees know what's going on with other, other folks. Um, we have to remind our, our, not just our managers, but our employees as a whole, that private information remains private. If you find out information about an, a coworker, um, then you, you know, probably found that out through a confidential conversation and you need to keep that confidential. And so we have to go above and beyond just um, manager training, but general uh, employee training, just about respect in the workplace, empathy, but then also going above and beyond that in talking about okay, we don't want to, we need to be respectful. We need to use empathy, but we also need to make sure we're not violating somebody's trust and or um, any kind of discrimination laws because you shared information that you've received, you know, personally and privately. And so we want to make sure that we're training everybody on that. Um, I would go a step and beyond and even say, listen, this might be a good time um, to have your annual civility training. So, you know, talking about um, how we expect everybody to be professional and respectful in the workplace, that bullying is unacceptable, that illegal harassment is uh, har- illegal, but that it is never acceptable. So not only does harassment you know, sexual harassment, for example, harassment against somebody's race, harassment against somebody's pregnancy status, or in this case, it might be abortion status, is never acceptable. And so we want to make sure all employees are trained on this. Uh, I would tell you to go a step further and make sure you're just talking about civility as a whole. This is what it means to be respectful in our workplace. Here are our company mission, vision, and values. Um, The values should be related to the behavioral expectations of the employees, all employees in the workplace, and letting them know, um, you know, on a high level that it's not just our expectation, but uh, these behaviors are protected by law as well. So if somebody, um, you know, whatever, decides to have an abortion or um, they're in a, a same-sex marriage or whatever it might be, all of those things are protected by all the laws that I have mentioned earlier. So not just from an HR aspect and a manager aspect, but all the way down to employee-to-employee conversation. So employees, even though most of them don't even know about these laws, they're still covered by those laws that they cannot harass somebody based on, in this case, pregnancy or um, something related to pregnancy. And so they need to know that not only are you breaking our trust and our respect and our, uh, you know, our civility codes, you are actually breaking the law. And if you break the law, you cannot work here. And so it's super important to let this, you know, th- to maybe take the time right now or at least start planning for it over the next month or so to really start talking about reminder about our 
our behavioral expectations in the workforce. Uh, people are disrupting work because every uh, there's a lot of emotions going on right now related to specifically related to the Roe versus Wade and the abortion decision. Um, you want to make sure that even though you're being you know, you're being empathetic, not sympathetic, empathetic. You're putting yourself in people's shoes on either side and saying, I know you're upset, but we expect you to uh, behave this way in the workforce. But use caution because remember, when people bring up conversations about um, pay and benefits, and in this case, it might be abortion benefits, pro or con, they may be covered by the National Labor Relations Act. So for you to just, you know, you know, shush them and, and send them along, you now may be unintentionally or in some cases intentionally violating the NLRA. So make sure, again, you're dusting off your company values or creating them in some cases. And if you don't have company values or you're saying ours are so outdated or they're not realistic, call me. I can help you. Um, you know, contact me on LinkedIn, Wendy Sellers, the HR lady. But behavioral expectations are so, so important. And you need to be starting those behavioral conversations in in your interview process all the way down to um, reviews and regular conversations with employees. Uh, you know, big question that I'm getting is, can you fire an employee who gets into an argument over abortion opinions? Um, argument, probably not. Violence, uh, bullying, harassment, that's clearly... Um, bullying, harassment, or violence. Yeah, absolutely. But please don't be firing or disciplining anybody because of abortion conversations uh, without contacting somebody in human resources, maybe contacting an employment lawyer. You can contact me and I could try to get you advice as well, depending on where you're located. Emotions are very high on, on all sides right now. And so we want to really lean on you know, using empathy as a leadership tool. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.